And we're back, episode eight. Giddy up. I am one of your hosts, Stuart Moore. J.P. Kircher here. And one of us is from Georgia, and the other one's from New York, and we'll let you figure out which one's which. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, we were we were told by some people with our ever-growing audience that we needed to reintroduce ourselves each episode just to make sure that... And we, we've got to quit with the inside jokes. We've got to uh, explain things further. That's right. So we will. We're we're getting better. We're amateurs. Yeah. Complete amateurs. Boys among men. And that's right. But another exciting week of golf. The uh Arnold Palmer invitational. Yeah. One one quick thing with the Arnold Palmer before we get into all the results. The trophy. Did you see what we've got going on with um what they're giving the champion? No, I did not see that. I hadn't really seen it either, but Dan from Dan's Ponzi Pool pointed out to me. They're giving him this ugly red cardigan sweater. And I don't know if that was Arnold Palmer's thing. Maybe. I don't know. But it, it is bad. Like uglier than the one they get at Harbortown? Harbortown's a blazer. This is a, oh, a cardigan. cardigan. I mean, it's it's brutal. And Francesco oh, Molinari yeah. is up there on stage, up on the... Okay, yeah, I saw that picture. Yeah. But when, like, Tiger won it, they'd give him a blazer, like a, a black blazer with Arnie's logo or whatever, and then a sword. How much cooler is it than getting a sword for a tournament? Why are we giving him a cardigan? There's no more sword. <laughs> I, did, I didn't realize. I, I have seen some pictures yeah. of Molinar, but I didn't realize that's, that's what the tournament gave him. It's brutal. That's pretty bad. And maybe one time we can discuss, like, maybe our... we we, we got to think about it, but maybe our favorite piece of hardware on tour, I mean... I yeah, I know for me, I, I play a lot of charity events, and I don't want to win pro shop credit. I want to, I want to win a little piece of crystal or a piece of hardware. I don't, I don't care about the other rah 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 stuff. I want to win something that makes me remember the tournament. Yeah. So, are you tournament directors out there? Charity yeah. tournaments. Get some good hardware. Get something. Just shape it odd and yeah. make it fun. Yeah. That's an easy request. That, that, that's just how I want to start it off. I don't know how we got going there right away, but that's what it is. Yeah, and Bay Hill, you know, it's a it's got a little different stature, I guess, on tour. You get a three year exemption for mm-hmm. winning, which Molinar already had a what a ten year exemption for winning anyway. For five five, five for year the British. Um, it's a cool event. Uh, Azinger had a pretty funny comment. I thought on eighteen, Molinar made a fifty footer to pretty much put it away, and Azinger, I don't know if he got caught up in the moment or what, but he said. He said, oh, man, he has never had a bigger moment in his golf life. <laughs> he, he won the he, British he, Open on your network. Pizza won the British Open last year. On your network. Easier was there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, just funny to think of some of the stuff that the, the announcers get yeah. get caught up in. What's this do for pizza? I mean, I know we're going to touch on it a little bit. Maybe we can just go right away, but another equipment um, change. Yeah, first week with all Callaway equipment. And obviously won. So we've had two of the top players in the world switch equipment this year and win already. 
and and Ricky Fowler switch. If you're counting Ricky Fowler, that's three. Him and him switching the ball and winning at Phoenix. Justin Rose with switching to Hanman, winning at the Farmers, and now Francesco. I think it just goes to show that the equipment is so well made now. All the guys are so or all the equipment's so close yeah. that I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter nearly as much as it used to. They're no. all they're all fit for everything perfectly. Um, one, one of my friends I was talking to earlier, Dan Barney, was talking about is it simply just switching the shaft to different head club head? Are right. All, are all the club heads the same now, and they're just tuned to the shaft? Well, you, you remember the picture we put on Instagram of Hanma, and I think it was, was it TaylorMade? And yeah, they the, looked, the P70. Yeah, and they looked pretty much exactly the same, except for maybe one little indention yeah. on the Hanma. But even the stamping, like the, the font they used was the same. Right. Um, did, so did, did you get to see much of the coverage? I saw um, bits and pieces here and there, and maybe about the last hour and a half on Sunday. I got pretty excited there early on. Early on Sunday, tweeted out, I was like, man, this is going to be a, a, another great Sunday. You had so many guys at 8, 9, 10 yeah. under. And a, then, a lot of big names, too. Yeah, and then Molinari uh, made some birdies late, including the long one on 18, and pretty much put the tournament away. Yeah, um, Rory they, they was to come get him down a tough stretch. Yeah, and that I think uh, I think there was one birdie on seventeen all day, and that was Charles Howell. And then I don't know that many people birdied eighteen other than not Malinari. many people that hit the green on seventeen. Yeah, that, that looked a little baked out. Yeah, but um, that going back to the golf course, the golf course to me, I've never played it. That just does not look like that much fun. <laughs> no, at all. No. Especially playing that firm and fast. And with the rough up. It's firm and fast and the rough was up. And that, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. But another week where we didn't have a very high, or a very, is it low or high winning score? Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what what I'm saying. It's not like 24 under. We had, what, 9 under and then 12 under? Yeah, and the year before we had 18 here. So it's gotten a little tougher this year. Um, I know Alan Shupnik, he's a golf writer for... Golf Digest, maybe? I think so. He caught a lot of slack because he's always uh, tweeting out about course setup and this and that, and he's saying that the Euros were doing so well here because the course setup was tight with long rough. And I saw a couple of the tour pros went after him, like Billy Horschel was like, hey, not for nothing. These are some of the widest fairways we play all year. You want to see their, you want to see our books? Check out our stats. And yeah. You get some of these people just looking for clicks. Yeah, I don't – I mean, and uh... – our good friend John Wright sent us a, a screenshot of a, a tweet that it was, I think the first time since 2010 that there have been, that the top since five, the British Open that the top five guys were not there wasn't an American in the top five, I think is what it said. Um, pretty crazy, but I don't. I mean, I just think that's mainly coincidence. I don't. I don't really. Think I, that I has agree. To do. I, I think that they had a few more in there. Um, it's nothing to do with them taking over the the golfing world or the PJ Tour. It's just purely they were there and decided to all play well that week. I mean, we've won quite a few times over in the Euro Tour this year for Americans. I mean, look at Dustin Johnson winning Saudi Arabia. And, Are we and, taking over the Euro Tour? And Deschambeau winning. Deschambeau winning. Like we've, I think we, I think out of thirteen events they've had, we've won six of them as Americans. We don't send that many people over there. Yeah. 
and we get paid to go show up. We're not yeah. we're not paying these guys to come over here. Yeah. So if you only saw the last a little bit of coverage, did you did you miss the part where they showed some of the players arriving at the players' championship during Bay Hill? Yeah, I, I must have missed that. <laughs> they showed Phil Mickelson arriving at Sawgrass. Okay. During Bay Hill coverage. Why? Uh, nobody knows. Did Phil play Bay Hill though? Didn't he? Yeah, but he missed the cut. Yeah. Remember he, he had the he, shot hitting him, in, hitting him into the net and all that funny stuff on Thursday. That's right. He shot sixty eight though. <laughs> yeah, he shot but a bunch on. Shot he a was bunch doing on something Friday. funny on Instagram where he was talking about, "Oh, this is what we're doing to miss a cut," and he started testing drivers out, and he was flying them like three forty or something. Well, during the Bay Hill coverage, I showed his arrival at Sawgrass. How far away is that from Bay Hill? Did he take a helicopter over there? I don't know. What was it? Well, explain his arrival then. They just showed it. I, they are trying to pump. You know, the players is on NBC. They are trying to pump the players so hard, them in yeah, the golf channel. What's he doing, riding in an Escalade? Yeah, just showing up. Just Phil getting out of a car. Phil getting out of a car. There's a new Instagram called, uh, and my, my friend Chad Lovelady found this. It's called uh, Things Eldrick Does. you got to find it. It's pretty funny. But it's basically a bunch of pictures of Tiger Woods. Hey, here's Tiger getting out of a car. Here's Tiger eating steak. Here's Tiger... Talking to people. <laughs> Maybe that's where uh, NBC got the idea from. Yeah. I, I can't find it here. I'm getting, getting distracted. We we apparently follow Holly Saunders on the Auto Press Instagram. And I haven't switched over. And she had a picture up there. <laughs> kind of stopped me from going forward. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Moving on. <laughs> let's, let's just keep going. Um, one thing that that I was thinking of, and and we talked about it briefly last week. We don't grasp the concept of of Arnie, and you know we don't get it. You said something I, last I, week. I clearly don't get it. But so when our generation gets to be Jack and Arnie's age, are we going to have who is going to be at the hosting those events and? be like Jack and Arnie from this generation. Do we have anybody? I mean, Tiger's got his events that he's got. I mean, he's going to have LA maybe going on. What What's Phil going to get at one point? Why Why isn't Phil hosting an event? I don't know. How is Tiger the host? I mean, Tiger's been the host of an event for, he, he hosted the AT&T, now he's hosting LA. He hosts a hero. I think he's got one more. But I mean, just think about the, the guys that are out there now. Like, I mean, Dustin Johnson. Is he ever going to have like a... <laughs> Freddie. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny to think about. I know you, those are the two of the most iconic figures, but you had Byron Nelson hosted one for right, a while. Right. Uh, Nicholas. Like, is, is it going to be DJ and Paulina sitting in a cart, a little wrinkly, and <laughs> getting out of the cart to shake hands? Or... Yeah, I mean, it's it's just funny to think about. I, I never thought of that. <laughs> who, are, who of our generation, when they're 80, is going to be out there? you know, shaking people's hands and giving them a red, you know, I, red button down cardigan. I was thinking about this earlier. I, I, I just played with uh, James Mason for the last four days. He, he's won in the senior tour. When we get a few more years down the road, how viable is the senior tour going to be? I mean, these guys are playing for so much money. Once they get to be that age, what's their motivation? Like you got a lot of guys now that are still going out there playing for their retirement almost. and Not I mean, anymore. Kirk Triplett won this week. Yeah. I, I don't think he ever won on the PGA Tour. So he's kind of just taken over the the Champions Tour here and 
getting a victory. But well, I think you get a lot of those guys on the senior tour that didn't have the success on the PJ tour, like kind of chased it. Yeah, and then they go out there and they have the motivation to keep going and 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 keep playing. A lot of those guys, I mean, VJ Singh's fifty six, and we we touched on it last week. Right. He hasn't done that much on the senior tour, and, and I mean, he should. He should dominate right. out there. He should clean up every week. But are we going to get these guys? I mean, is Phil going to transition to the senior tour? I don't think so. Like, I, f- I feel like Phil's going to play the PGA Tour till he can't, and then that's it. He's going to go away. Yeah, I don't see him. There's zero chance Tiger steps foot in a senior tour event. Like, <laughs> is, is Tiger was not going to play the Dick Sporting to open up in Endicott, New York. <laughs> Promise you. Prob- probably not. No. Probably not. Um... I don't know. Just I, I don't know who would host an event. I mean, it's just funny to think about because probably when those guys were that age, they didn't think they'd ever, right? You know, be the the figure head there at just green people as they come off the right eighteen and shaking their hand, right? But I, I guess that wasn't around, so it's something new. But I don't know that. I don't know that it's good from, food for thought. I like that. <laughs> who from this generation will. Will be Mr. Palmer, Mr. Nicholas, but we can we can move on to. Uh, Want to talk about Rory? Uh, I guess. I mean, is is I've picked Tiger or I've picked Rory for the Masters all year. Are we looking at Rory right now, where he's playing so good that his confidence could dwindle from these finishes? I don't know, and and we briefly touched on this. You know, he finished, ended up sixth, and he he obviously was second going into the week or going into Sunday. Mm-hmm. Fades to sixth. I think he shot even. Shot even, not terrible, but I mean Molinari shot sixty four, which was eight shots better. So Rory was always chasing. He saw that up early. Yeah, but you know, earlier in the earlier in the year, I've given Rory grief for for backdoor top tens mm-hmm. where he'd be 20th, where he'd be 20th starting Sunday and she 66 and end up sixth, never went to contention. Now he's in second and shoots 72 and we give him grief right. for fading into six. Well, he, he's been in the final group seven times. I think I heard in the past 12 months and hasn't converted on one of those. Well, since, um, a guy named Ben Coley, um, a British, he's guy. a British, uh, Book, or not bookie, but a, he's, he's a yeah, gamer. He, put, he he's puts out a sundog monkey. Yeah, so, I mean, since 2016, he put this out there. That's a good guy. I, I can't believe you found him. Hey, I'm I'm all about the <laughs> all about the gambling guys on on Twitter. He makes Cal's locks look like a fool. Oh no, but uh, so he tweeted since 2016, he's been in the final group ten times with one win. One win. His scores, 74, 69, he won the Irish Open. 68, he finished second. 70, he finished second. 74, 70, 73, 74, 72, 67, which was in Mexico when he was four or five down to Dustin Johnson the whole time, and then 72. So he's converted one of those. How many times? Is that three in the 60s? Three in the 60s. And like I said, Mexico was 67, but... He was five behind. When was it at Augusta where he was in the final group? And he shot like 80. I think he was 74. Well, that was like 2010. What did he shoot, 80? Yeah. Remember yeah. on 10, he duck-hooked it over there, it. and it just all went downhill. It's nuts. But, I mean, it. 
I don't know. It's you know, would you feel better about him going to the Masters if he had if he had a missed cut thrown in there and a win? Well, it's it's kind of like I listened to a uh, a podcast this morning. Um, Club Pro guy, he interviewed Jim Nance, and they got to talking about Greg Norman. And he goes, do you think Greg Norman would have had a different attitude in 96 if he hadn't have had the 87 and the 88 to where, or 86 and 87. 86, I think he got beat by Jack. 87, Mize tripped it on him, maybe. Mm-hmm. So he had he had some demons there. So 96, he goes in there with a, few, a lot of a, demons. A, a few demons hanging around. What if you, in Club Pro Guy said, would, would Greg Norman have been better off if he had to miss the cuts in those years where he doesn't have those demons to go back on? I think and absolutely. Rory has demons at Augusta. He's obviously had demons this year through his play. Would he be better off playing bad and trying to build and work towards Augusta versus being on this streak of top tens, top sixes, top fives, whatever he's at, and wondering, can I get this done? Yeah, and not not playing bad, but if he had just sprinkled in a win in there. Right. Just that he knows he can do it. He's focused completely on America this year. He's playing full schedule PGA Tour. I think that's going to help him. He doesn't have to bounce around and get any jet lag. And he's playing great. Playing great. I, I, I feel okay for him. I mean, at, at some point you wonder, Tiger always used a lot of tournaments to build, to keep trying to peak for the majors. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. So maybe Rory hasn't peaked yet. Maybe he's kind of sitting here and he's figuring out, okay, you know what? I don't really... Yeah, I would have liked to defend at the Arnold Palmer, but I found a few things I can work on, which is good. Versus if he wins, he's going to sit back and think, oh, I'm here. I won. Now he, now he can reflect a little bit more, reflect on himself and find some things to work on. So I think he's in a good place. Yeah, and I, I think a, a lot of that that gets overlooked is, and, and even throwing Spieth in there as well, who's who's not playing well lately. He got another Golf Digest cover, though. Who, Spieth? Yeah. Of course. It's like his 60th since he turned pro. But think about Molinari compared to, to Rory and, and Spieth on that Sunday. You know, Molinari's in, you know, he's four back going into Sunday. He's he ten groups back. Nobody thinks, you know, if he doesn't, if he shoots 72, not a single guy's going to ask him a question about how he did why he missed putts, certain shots. And then you've got Rory and Spieth who, you know, if they're not top ten or even Rory, why didn't you win? Right. And, and they've just – I mean, Tiger has – Tiger has done that for so long. And not – he's not ruined it for Rory and Spieth, but he's made it a lot harder on those guys. The, he's done that, but they've also made it upon themselves with winning quite a bit. I mean, this yeah, was this was what, Francesco's third one on tour? fourth uh, I know he won once last year an actual PGA Tour event he, he won he won the Quicken Loans British Open and this week yeah I, I think those are his three wins on tour maybe he won one before that that might have been the last 12 months he might have won one before but he hasn't had the winning record like these guys have he's he's kind of been hot the last 18 months whereas almost like a Brooks Cup gets overlooked but he, that's what I was going to say even if even if Molinari went and won next week at the Players and won another major this year, he still doesn't move the needle like Rory does. No, no. And he, and he never will. 
Because Rory's been here since he was 12. <laughs> yeah. Which, I, you know, that's And uh, that's plus part we've, of got, we've got Molinari giving these Lego man no personality interviews. Exactly. I mean, that doesn't help anything. Rory at least kind of sheds a little light on what he's thinking and he's shows definitely some personality. I mean, Molinari won the other day, and they're like, how would you feel? He's like, yeah, that, that was nice. I'm uh, looking forward to talking to my wife and... And the players is next week. That that was fun, and I mean it was pitiful. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. give it, give us a yeah. That was great winning the Hardy's event. I can't believe I just shot sixty four. Like, yeah, you just shot sixty four. And if if I did that, I'm I'm jumping in that pond naked. I'm I'm throwing rocks around. Who, who knows what else I'm going to do out there if I? <laughs> yeah. So does nobody wants to see any of what I just explained? <laughs> do. You, do you think the Rory's inability to finish here this year has does it take any pressure off at Augusta, or I think it drives him a little bit. I think he's pretty confident in his own skin. Um, it's not like he's gassing it. I, I feel like he's hit a, hit a lot of quality shots and played quality rounds. He hasn't hit, hit like big balls out of play or five whack or anything. He's he's been out there and hitting the shots that he's trying to. He just hasn't produced them, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's not like we, if you leave a putt short that you hit solid, it's not like you can look back and be like, you know what, I could have done something different there. No, you, you, you planned it, you executed, you did everything you wanted to. It just didn't go in. And that yeah. happens sometimes. I think that's kind of Rory's year. I don't think that he's gassed it. I don't think that he's kind of messed up. I think he just hasn't quite found it. And he's gonna. He's your pick for Augusta. Pick for Augusta for a while. Um, we can move on to Tiger. Any? Do you feel any different about him missing last week? Did Did he pull out after we recorded last week? No, it was the day. The it day was of Tuesday. We were pretty depressed last week, though. Yeah, we had other issues. We had a lot of issues going on. But do you feel? You know, do you think really he was just tired, or? I think he was kind of looking ahead, trying to plan things. Um, it's weird for him to miss a tournament. He's won eight times, seven times, but he's a pretty selfish person. <laughs> and yeah, and it, weirdly, well, weirdly coincidental though. Right after Mexico, with all the controversy with the massage parlors and everything. Yeah, we talked about that last week. That's what we talked about last week. Yeah, it's a it's a coincidence. Um, I don't know. I I feel like he's going to be geared to go. He he looked pretty good on the range. John Wright again pointed out he's parking in a handicapped spot. Yes, yeah, stepping out in his, his shorts and <laughs> backwards cap, backwards hat, and the big sunglasses. Swinging good though. I saw yeah. a few videos on the range. Look good. I just I don't know what last week was. I mean, yeah, maybe I don't know how he could be tired. Speaking of, of withdrawing, uh, and I mentioned it last week about Jason Day. And I said, well, he's a good pick unless he sneezes wrong and gets hurt. And then he plays six holes at Bay Hill in WDs because he says he had a hurt neck and could barely walk. Is he back this week? He's in. And then, so that was Thursday. Well, Friday there was a picture going around Twitter of him at Disney World with his kids. No way. Did he have KT tape on his neck at least? He had on a jean acid wash jean jacket, which caught more flack than him withdrawn from the tournament. But people, I mean, people were giving him hell on on 
Twitter. How did I miss this? I don't know. I don't know how you met. Well, you were in Moultrie, but. Yeah, I had a couple um, of days off. He, he, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I just. Had, we, had, we had a withdrawal of our own Moultrie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, uh, just, I don't know. That whole thing with Jason Day, just. So he's just toying around. He's got his kids on his back. No, around, like, no, Disney he, was, World. he was standing there, but just a complete hypochondriac. I mean, he, he, what about the time he was laying on the ground? Yeah. Was it the PGA so or it the was US at Open? The, it was at the U.S. Open. At Chambers at, uh, Bay? Yeah. He like hit a pitch shot and then just like so collapsed. Vertigo, and, just yeah. laying on the side of the What of is the vertigo? Green. It's when you get all dizzy and is it a real spin thing? around. Oh, yeah. It's not a hypochondriac S- Supposedly thing? it's terrible. It's not a hypochondriac thing? Like no, he, but he kept playing golf. Is that what David Duvall had? No, uh, maybe. I think du- I think Duval had vertigo, but du- uh, Jason Day finished and like started playing well after that too. Right. He's dramatic. Yeah, I I don't know. I would, I just don't get how you can withdraw that many times with that many different injuries. It just does num- not make number sense. Number on how to many me. times he's withdrawn? No. I, I'd like to know. He's a lot. He's been up there. Another guy like. Willie Wilcox from the web tour. Does he like to withdraw? Huh. I, I went through it one day because I couldn't get enough of it. I mean, he withdrew like 13 times over the course of a year. <laughs> and then he's back the next week and it's just like, what are we doing here? But I don't know. I've, I've never withdrawn from a tournament. I've never been hurt that bad. I tweaked my back at the Big Red Cup one year and played on. You kept going, didn't you? Yeah. You yeah. have to. Yeah, we. it can't be that hard. I don't know. Yeah. There's uh, no appearance fee. I mean, it cost him money to go to Sawgrass. And he, or not to Sawgrass, but to Bay Hill. He's not worried about money. Yeah. And he took somebody's spot. He's not worried about that either. Maybe he doesn't like that first alternate. That's true. Uh, you never know people's motives. you think motives. there's ever a grudge? you think there's ever been somebody that offered money to somebody for being a first alternate? Like, for like somebody ever just... If somebody's well, the first alternate, and like they're for like, a little bit on Monday, Dom got in the players this week. For a little bit, he was first alternate. Let's say Dom's got a backer who's got like a trillion dollars. You think they could ever go to like Webb Simpson and be like, "Hey man, I'll give you a hundred grand not to play this week so my guy can get in." <laughs> I, I, that, that, I, I've what, never thought about that. The Webb Simpson name's a bad name because he's defending champion, but maybe somebody like a. Russell Knox or Kevin Tway, you know, like like one of these guys who's they they've got their card locked up already. Kevin Tway won last year. He's got his card locked up. Maybe skipping the players is worth a hundred grand. Do you think anybody's ever bought a spot based on an alternate? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I think they probably have other avenues and try to buy a sponsor's exemption. Well, you can't yeah. do that to the players, but right. So that you can buy a sponsor's exemption. Not to the players. No, but like, oh, there are all sorts of weird stories on sponsors. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know a lot of them. I'd like Um, to hear some. That'd be interesting. Well, you know, we know next week, um, I'm going to be out in Colorado, and we're going to have a remote. We're going to have a remote podcast, and have to have to call you in. But, um, Brendan Todd's going to join us. So we've got to write that question down and see if he's heard anything. I think. Because he's gone through trying to get sponsors exemptions. I think there's some very interesting sponsor exemptions. I mean, think about the ones that go that sometimes they get on the web.com, which now they're just trying to promote an event. But you get Steph Curry, 
Tony Romo's playing in the the PGA Tour event. No, they're not buying a spot. Well, I, I had a friend, David May. He uh, he played at Clemson. Played at Clemson. He had a couple spots on the Web Tour, and then he had a couple family things come up, and he he still has some spots left in events, but somebody bought them from him for four figure. I mean. Low four figures, but above ten grand, they paid him to get his spot into the tournament. I, I could be wrong with that figure, but I thought that's what he had told me one time. He's he's from upstate New York. Um, but I I, I think it's happened. There's that story of that guy down in South America last year who shot like a hundred and twenty. He bought a sponsor's exemption into it. Was he the guy that had bought ads too? Yeah, <laughs> guy was incredible. <laughs> I feel bad for him. They gave him they gave him hell, but he was promoting the tournament and raised a bunch of money for the tournament. <laughs> Why not? If somebody wants to do that, get a spot in there, let them have it. Yeah, good for them. I mean, it's just it's just the wild west on some of the sponsor invites. Yeah. Um, do you want to move on to the players? Yeah, I, the- I think that'd be a good a good time. Um, before we do that, though, I, I do want to mention we, we had a uh, little event here in Gainesville tonight, a uh, happy hour after dark. Is that what it was called? Hall County Business deal. After Biz- Hours. Business After Hours. Yeah. Um, and our friends that hosted it wanted to uh, have a commercial produced for them. Um, so we've gone ahead and partnered up with uh, McGarrity's Business Products. So, a little bit about McGarrity's Business Products. McGarrity's Business Products has served the North Georgia community since 1979, celebrating our 40th anniversary this year. We are proud to serve within business solutions, office supplies, furniture, Xerox, which, Stu, Xerox is a staple back to New York. Um, they were started in Rochester. Of course so It kind of touches home here. And upholstery work. Visit McGarrity's.com. M-C-G-A-R-I-T-Y-S dot com. And, uh, Stu, you guys just moved to a new office. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Turner Wood Smith's experience with McGarrity's? That's right. We used uh, McGarrity's, moved us, got us all new office furniture. I've got a, a new office with some OFS, high-quality desk. Did you get one of those stand-up desks? Yeah, and you push this. You push a button, it goes up. goes right push up. Push a button, it goes down. That that's their that's their big big deal going on. Tells you how many degrees, or how high it is. It's perfect. Oh, it's great. It's amazing. Well, if you have a business, you need McGarrity's. So give them a call today. Check out their website. Visit them. And uh, thanks for supporting the podcast. Just make sure that you let them know Auto Press sent them. And let's give a quick shout out to McGarrity's owner Scott McGarrity for a 60th birthday on Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, they had a, a business after hours, 40th anniversary, and they had uh, the Varsity food truck and uh, other activities. A lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was a nice time. Saw, saw a bunch of people. We uh, saw some people from Tuesday Night Golf. That's right. We were, we were asked today in an email from the new commissioner of Tuesday Night Golf, Mr. Jeff Wagner, there's going to be a kickoff party next week, and he mm-hmm. would like a uh, he would like Auto Press to be there and host a live. Well, live. We'll record it at the kickoff party, 
But it's going to feel live to us. And and it's going to feel live to us, so we'll actually have two episodes next week. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Wow. So People have been asking for more. Speaking of people asking for more, I, I can't go any further without mentioning this. We've, we've got one listener out there who says he doesn't just want more auto press, he needs more auto press. But this guy committed a felony auto press today. He's a coach of the University of Louisville, Justin Tresco, wearing a white belt to coach. When we we posted a picture that that Spencer Austin a picture Spencer Austin went and sneak shot at him. Well, I don't know. Justin was pointing. To yeah, him. yeah. It wasn't a sneak shot. They they know each other. I didn't know if it was it was so much the white belt that was, but it was also holding a Starbucks coffee in the picture and too. a fl- and a flat bill. <laughs> <laughs> but he. We we sent out a, a tweet today before we recorded this asking if we had any questions for the night and he came back. He he's defending himself. Is it more of a auto press to wear a white belt or or wear white pants? Oof. I don't know when you when you have when you're coaching. I don't know. We weren't there, but I assume the the whole Georgia team was wearing. They had to be. It wasn't white their pants. choice to wear white pants. I promise you. Yeah, but was it? Was the whole Louisville team wearing white belts? I, I texted him today, and I said, "Hey, man, I, I don't see any Europeans in this picture." And he <laughs> said, "Well, we got a bunch on our team, <laughs> so they must have been." But I will say, I looked at the results, and Louisville beat Georgia as a team by one shot. Oh, oh. <laughs> so I don't know. I think the the white pants may. The white pants have lost, lost by thought, shot. I thought. I mean, come on, Georgia, you're you're in the South. I thought that people knew how to dress down here. Can't you wear like you're not supposed to wear white pants before Labor Day or after Memorial Day, right? I don't know the fashion faux pas. Isn't that you've heard that? There's before. something about that. It's though. like seersucker and white pants. You can't wear before Memorial Day and after Labor Day. Do y'all have that rule in New York too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not that, just that, a Southern that's how thing. I've heard of it. Uh-oh. But it's more prevalent down here. We don't wear seersucker up there. I am not a not a fashion guy. Yeah, you are. Well, but that that that's all we've got from that, and we're open to uh, your thoughts on whether the white pants were more of an auto press or wearing white belt as a coach is an auto press. And you'll never see me wear a white belt. <laughs> I'm I'm glad Sorry, I never JT. owned one. Keep keep listening. He we gotta get him on sometime. He he's a good guy to have. He's played the amateur circuit. He's seen a few auto presses himself. I'm sure. Plenty, plenty. Um, I guess we can move on to the players. Yeah. Ready for that? Mm-hmm. The fifth major. Mm. Let's get let's get rid of this fifth major thing. Why can't it just be? The Players' Championship. It's their tournament. It's terrible. I, I just I don't know why the Golf Channel is pushing it so hard. It, it's like nothing else I've ever seen. Charlie Hoffman put something out about it being the fifth major. You think when they put something out, they're encouraged? Is there is there like... like I sometimes wonder, this is a little off track from the players, but when they promote the FedEx Cup stuff, is there an incentive to them to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm just glad I did this week and... Did well this week and got into the FedEx Cup race. Like, I mean, they're they know where there's their bread's buttered. I mean, the yeah. FedEx is putting a 
a ton bunch of money. of money. But does the PGA Tour give them talking points is what I'm getting oh. at. Oh. No, but I think the ones that are savvy enough pick it up and know what They play to, off it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's like this with the with the players. I mean, I even saw Patton tweeted something about this is – well, it's this is our championship. I yeah. saw that. That seems like a now that seems like a talking point. Like y'all, I mean, uh, yeah, the PGA Tour is their championship. The Players Championship is our tournament. But I always, I always figured the Tour Championship was theirs because it's called the Tour Championship. They should rename this. What should they name it? The Tour Championship. <laughs> the PGA Tour Championship. Yes, there we Instead go. Of the players. Yeah. It's I don't confusing. Know. I just, I don't know. The PJ Tour is headquartered in Jacksonville. It's headquartered at Ponte Vedra. Ponte Vedra. God. <laughs> I'll hear about that. <laughs> Ponte Vedra. Ponte Vedra. Ponte Vedra. Oh, God. Whatever. Whatever. I played there once. Yeah, I've played there. I had a, uh, I was down there for Hafner's wedding. Oh. And Claxto got a sign when he was on, well, he's still on tour, but he got a sign. I had to leave before I got to play 16 because of the rehearsal dinner. That's poor poor planning. Yeah, so I've never been to 17. I've been on property, tw- well, more than twice. I, I caddied in a web tour on the other course at Sawgrass for Gavin Hall. and uh, Another one of your caddy experiences. Yeah, he just got through the China tour Q school. Shot 64, final round to secure that. But um, I've never gone over and looked at 17. And I've been on property probably eight days of my life. So we've got new the the players championship music this year. I'm gonna see if I can get it to play. Um, what do you mean? They got like a song? Yeah. This is uh from the, the players. Musicians that we have here today are some of the greatest players in the world, truly. Really? Oh, that's like a making. I'll see if I can find it, but they've got a new theme song. That they debuted. They've got a new theme song, a new trophy. What's the trophy? The fifth major. We were speaking about, speaking about trophies earlier. Yeah, I, I didn't look that much into the trophy. But um, just... So they're working hard to push this. They're really pushing it. And I don't, I don't just don't get it. Just, just, have a, just have the golf tournament. Yeah. It's just a dumb debate to me. I mean, so are we going to... You know, if they make it a major, you're going to go back and say, oh, well, Ricky Fowler's a major champion. Uh, Tiger, Tiger's got two more. How, yeah. many, how many did Jack win here? Freddie won it. Davis Love. Can't just retroactively give majors out. No. It's like, what's the LPJ got now? Like 12 majors? At least. At least. I think the Dubai Desert Classic's bigger than the players. Well, that's just because you want to go to Dubai, but. I mean, I get what they're saying. It's a technically, it's like the strongest field. Um, I think they've got ninety six of the top hundred guys playing. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's a strong 50 field. Of the top fifty. No fifty argue- the top fifty. Mm-hmm. No arguing that. Phil didn't even want to go. <laughs> Phil, Phil to me, Phil's just bored. Like he's he went to the course to decide if he was going to play. So he did like a couple practice rounds, and he's like, "Yeah, I he's, can, he's I can do this." I mean, he's missed five of the last six cuts. There, I think he's just like, <laughs> you know what? Is he just trying to create a storyline? Have you started following him on social media at all? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's the, he does a good the, job. The best I've ever seen out of any of these guys. I mean, he is 
on point, just letting us get to know Phil. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's good. But I, you know, last year, this is where he debuted in that in that workday shirt that was a oh, button down, and it was like with the buttons was, on the collar too. It was like eighty degrees. Yeah. I mean, does he just is he just bored and just trying to get a rise out of people? It's got to be. Like I, I, I don't. I he just, sits at home and he's like. This will create some noise. <laughs> he wants clicks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, just see if I want to play this week. I can't believe it took him so long to get to social media and start moving that along. Yeah, and he's he's good at it. I mean, which he probably he should be. Mm-hmm. As much as he loves the crowd, I, I like seeing it. It opens up a different different avenue to get to know Phil. I've always kind of questioned his genuine personality i guess yeah but for for me and i don't know if i'm in the minority or not i have i always pull for phil yeah like i love when phil's in contention i love his reactions and just everything he does and yeah i have heard from other guys are like well he's not that genuine and this and this and this and i'm like man i just like watching phil when he's in contention he's gonna hit some wild shots and it's going to be fun to watch. He's going to have some some goofy reactions to the crowd. And I just think it's funny. Yeah. He's the best. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. That golf course, though, I mean, everybody's played it on video games forever. We we know the holes, which is kind of fun. That's one, one argument I'll have, like, towards type of a major venue. I mean, it's so much fun knowing all the holes at Augusta, all the holes here. Not everybody watches the other tournaments that play at the same place every year, but for here, you, you get to know the, the the venue, and it's kind of exciting to watch that. Um, with that being said, I mean, you can't be wild out there. So for from a preview standpoint, we've got to look at some different players that really aren't, I guess, wild. I mean, that, that that's why Phil never really liked it. I think because he couldn't just hit the driver wherever he wanted. Yeah, and I think that the uh, you know obviously this year it's going back to March from May. Um, I, I saw think something that's about make, that. That's going to make a big difference, I think. I saw something about that. You had winners in March like Stephen Ames. I mean, it's 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 wild to look at everybody's history. It's just all over the place. You get. Some people that, um, and like Rory's missed some cuts there. Sergio's missed some cuts there. And then Sergio's won there. Ricky Fowler's missed some cuts there, and he's won there. It's just, it's a, I feel like it's just a total crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Duval's won there. Duval's won there. I mean, but you talk about, they were talking about the difference in, you know, even Patton tweeted out it's going to play a lot longer and a lot softer. Whereas this week, yeah, because there is still oh, because one of it when it is, yeah, and they still have rye. I saw on um, some things that were putting out there that 18 is supposed to have a north wind, which is into them. You know, in, in May, when it's dry and warm, they were hitting three iron, nine iron, or um, you, you wonder sometimes what that rye will help them because oh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna help, but it's gonna, yeah. But then, but then with the with the wind blowing and it being softer, um, 
I think maybe Jason Day hit driver five iron. Um, so it's just going to be a lot, a lot longer. I don't know if you have to necessarily look at bombers, but it's you already look at bombers so much already. But I haven't looked at a lot of history of the course. But I, I, I don't. Just, I think you can throw. I think you can throw course history away completely out this week because of the. the so so the I mean, it, it it has no thing will have no bearing on. You know. Yeah. But in. I'm trying to think if in like March, if that's when like Fred Funk won. It is. It I was mean, Fred Funk, Stephen Ames, Craig, Craig Parks. Parks. Yeah. I mean, just a, I, I think that might have been the three that won in March. Total crapshoot. And Davis Love might have shot that 64 in March. Yeah. Round. Came back and beat Tommy Tolls. When it was pouring rain, Tommy Tolls. Yeah. It's <laughs> a name from the past, isn't it? <laughs> that's great. He's, he's on the senior tour. Huh. As he should be. Yeah. Yeah, he should host an event. <laughs> he was on the he was on the Tar Heel tour when he, I was on the Tar Heel tour. He should host like the Reno Tahoe Open. Yeah, presented by Tommy Tolles. I bet he would. Mm-hmm. For the right price. <laughs> you don't think he just go out of the goodness of his heart? No. Yeah, but I I think it's just going to play a lot different. Do you think we'll have any withdrawals in the next day or two? That surprise, like, is is Tiger all in? Are you? Oh, I don't know. Is there a chance Tiger doesn't tee it up on on Thursday? Yes, there is. I think it's smaller since we've made it through Tuesday because last Tuesday is when he withdrew, so it's getting smaller. But there's definitely still that chance. I'm looking through to see if he had anything on Twitter in the past. Half hour there. There hasn't been any talk about it, so we're okay. No, there's a there's a very real chance. But even if he tees it up, I don't know that I necessarily love his chances. Why? That that's a perfect golf course for Tiger. The way he plays so conservatively now. I don't know. I, especially this time of year, you just gotta just gotta open it up. Just let it go. So what if you miss some cuts? Swing. Take a swing. The swing look good on the range. Never, never looks bad. Yeah. I don't know. So, Dom, Dom's in the players. Does that mean he's gonna win since it's in Florida? Yeah, Dom, Dom's always gonna win. So, he he was laughing last week. I talked to him, and he liked that we were talking about how he was gonna pull it off. Well. Let's get him to do it this week. Get him to get him to get a victory. Yeah. Huh. Here we you know what time it go. is. You know what time it is. Who who won your pool last week? Um, I was second. And um, who won? Let's see. Wildcat Joe, other Sundog Monkey, Sundog Monkey, come on, tell him how you know Sundog Sun Dog Monkey. Monkey. Yeah, oh, he's a Twitter follow. If, if y'all need to go follow him on Twitter for some great mm-hmm. write ups, he does write ups every week for the the PGA Tour. Um, tell so, him how you met Sundog Monkey. So last year, about this time, I'm I'm down for the Vales Par, and I'm watching Dom. I I got down there. We had a tournament. We got back like Thursday. Then we had spring break. 
So I left Thursday morning, maybe Thursday afternoon, to get down to Tampa. And Dom's paired with Ollie Schneider Jans, and they shoot the same score for the first two days, so they're paired again on Saturday. Not too many people follow Dom or Schneider Jans, for that matter, especially at the Vals Bar. So we're out there. It's, it's early Saturday morning. We're, we're at a crosswalk, and there's this guy that I'd seen the day before, and I just kind of start talking to him. I'm like, hey, man, you clearly don't know Dom because I probably know you. How do you know Ollie? Trying to just kind of make some talk, and he goes, oh, I'm going to do this in my best British accent. He goes, oh, mate, I uh, I don't know that Schneider Jans, but I got a few quid on that Bazzelli character. <laughs> a few like, quid? A few quid. I'm like, a few quid? He goes, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I picked him this week. I, I think he's going to do well. So we, we start chatting a little bit, and I'm like, well, what do you do? And he goes, well, I, for for a hobby, I, I bet golf, and I do all this, and I, I make picks, and I've got a Twitter, and I do previews, and I it's all for free. So I, I connected with him on Twitter. We've actually become pretty good friends. Um, I was actually just tweeting with him a second ago, direct message. He's down to the players again. I think he might be having a good time because he couldn't really understand why I can't go to the players due to my work through the weekend for for our golf tournament. He's like, I don't understand why Dom couldn't get you tickets. I'm like, no, 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 I, I could have gotten tickets. I just can't get there. Like, <laughs> he thought Dom, he thought yeah. Dom, you and Dom were on the outs, and he couldn't get you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, you should come down here. This is a great, great week to watch him. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'd love to, but I got stuff going on. He's like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> so. He's down there. He, he was at the Bay Hill last week. He's going to be here. He's going to be at the Valspar. I, I think he, he might be going home and coming back again for Pebble. But he's a fun follow, and he got into the DraftKings with Stu's pool. He, uh, he started doing it last year because I was talking to him when he was giving all these picks out. I was like, hey, man, you should try and get into this. And he's just a good guy. One, so, of my, one so, of my buddies from across the pond. So imagine that JP just ch- chatting up some <laughs> random guy in a gallery in Tampa, yeah. and now they're buddies, and he plays in the DraftKings league. Yeah, and our our message is going back and forth. I mean, it's it's probably embarrassing how much we talk, but it goes back. It's a lot. Yeah, those are long. Oh, wow, <laughs> but he. If y'all are looking for a good follow on Twitter, it's Sundog Monkey, and he put he puts a write up every week on there that will tell you like the last ten winners, um, the type of grass they're type of grass, on, who's done well, who's who's trending, like the finishes of the of the top ten winners leading up to the event, like how they done. So obviously, you know, be like you need to pick a guy that's finished fourteenth or better in his last three starts and. We should get him on here sometime. He's done. He's, he's. It's a very informative read if you're into that. But um, the the DraftKings pricing this week, and I know they're doing it because it's the fifth major. But the DraftKings pricing is extremely soft. Um, I mean, and you can pick any of the guys above ten thousand and do fine. I don't know that Tiger Woods at ten thousand five hundred great, but. Not even above. You can you can stick between that eight and nine little threshold and find a bunch of good players. I mean, I was I was looking at it earlier today. Um, you know, Molinari coming off a win is eighty six hundred dollars. Fleetwood's playing great is eighty eight hundred dollars. Um, 
is just Webb Simpson hasn't missed a cut. Defending champion, 8500 Yeah. And, I mean, Paul Casey, $7,900. He's less than 8000 He's less than 8000 Jeez. Um, it's they're just, trying to give you guys money this week. Well, they're going to give a lot of people great teams. And, I mean, Woodland's $7,500. He's 11 of 11 I, I, on I cuts. feel like this is one of those weeks where, like, if you were in that big pool, there's going to be a lot of people that have different teams. Exactly. Like... There's going to be a lot more parity this week. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, the ownership will be down on a lot of people. Like Charles Howe is $7,300. You will not see Charles Howe at $7,300. I mean, we talked about him last week, and uh, I mentioned him. He finished 15th. He he has not finished worse than 20th in his last four starts. And I think we went all the way back to the RSM, which he won, and he hadn't finished worse than 34th. Enjoy. Um. So I mean the he was on one of those uh, Ted Scott videos. Ugh, those are terrible. They're getting weird. Ted Scott is Bubba Watson's caddy, and he started putting out just some strange videos. I don't know what he's trying to do. <laughs> Monday motivation, Saturday, all this random stuff. The one with he had Bubba talking about hitting a draw. And he went up to he went up to Charles Howell and Charles Howell started being like, "You gotta get to P five to P four, internally rotate here to get the momentum." And it was pretty funny how they were just kind of ragging on some of these teachers now that are all about this P five P four internally rotate. I don't even know what that means. Me either. I've tried to learn. Makes no sense to me. Apparently, it's like position five, top of the swing. I I, I don't I don't even know what to think about it. But it was mm. pretty funny, in my mind. Well, all right, keep going. Charles Howell's seventy nine hundred bucks. <laughs> we get back down. Lucas Glover. Lucas Glover is seventy one hundred dollars. He has not finished. I'm going to read you his finishes. Bear with me a second. Since last, hear. since last October, seventeenth, fourteenth, seventh, eleventh, twelfth, one hundred eighth at Phoenix. Seventh, fourth, tenth. He finished tenth last. I, th- I thought he was tenth nine. last week. So, top seventeen in eight out of nine events, and he's seventy one hundred dollars. I mean, you're right though. There's going to be so much parity this week because there's so many guys that um, that you can do. I mean, Sung J M, who just finished third, who Cal's locks bet against in the fourth round and got a push out of it is $6,800. Keith Mitchell's $6,800. Keith Mitchell's off of a win and a sixth. Qualified for the British Open with that sixth place finish. Got in the British Open. So, I don't know. I mean, I know they're just trying to get a lot of people in and get them interested and get good teams. I'd love to hear. We've got to find somebody that's really smart with computers and get – Get to the bottom of the algorithm. Well, good luck. Because that's not me. Me either. My brother's out there. I mean, Johnny Vegas. So the minimum on DraftKings is 6000 Johnny Vegas is $6,100. Who's the cheapest? Well, Johnny Vegas is, since it finished 10th, 117th, 16th, and 23rd. So three out of four events, he's finished top 23. Um, Alex Cheka, Sung Kang, 
Does does Alex Jacobs show up with the right green reading book this week? Oh, he probably maybe he got DQ'd. Did he? Yeah, I mean you think he's he how ridiculous that is? You have to have a green reading book down to like three eighths of an inch per yard. Is that what it was? I thought he had the he had the old book at the Honda, but it was too big. The green the greens the scale was too big for his book at the Honda. They need to be down to three eighths. Three eighths an inch to I I don't know how it works. It makes no sense to me. We had him at uh, Savannah and trying to look at all these arrows was just mind boggling. Didn't make any sense. I have no idea why. I don't know how it works, but Dom's only sixty two hundred bucks. It's a deal. He's gonna win. Saddle him up. Mm -hmm. One other thing I want to talk about real quick. Are, Are we done with our picks and our preview of the players? Yeah, I think so. You got any more? No, I mean, I I know there are a lot of people that we just kind of rambled off there. I just think it's so hard to pick people this week. Hard that, to pick people. That you can have a lot of different really good players. I mean, Patrick Reed, 10 out of 10 cuts this year on the tour, 8,100. As much as we don't like Patrick Reed, whatever, he's good value. Yeah. Kisner. Georgia guy finished. He did well last week. Played well last week. He's seven, seven grand. Out of eight cuts, seven grand. So, have added this. They're going to have some really good lineups, mm-hmm. or at least on paper. Yeah, they'll somehow get blown up. And we'll we'll, we'll get our picks for who's going to win after a little bit here. Um, I don't know if you're trying to wrap it up or not, but I want to talk real quick. What you got? Every time. We watch golf. The guys take their hats off, run their right hand through their hair, and then shake hands with the guy they're playing with. When did that start, and why has nobody brought it to attention? Like, hey, I don't want to shake your greasy hand. I mean, they take it off, and they're getting in there, and you can't see what I'm doing, but they're like this, and they're fixing their hair, and then they just reach out. I don't know. I don't know. That's terrible. Have you seen it? I have. But I don't know why people do that. I've been tweeting out about it for a while. You can, you can probably go back and see it. Do you, were you standing around at McGeerty's 40th anniversary party when Jeff Wagner told a similar story today? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's let's tell that one. You're talking about shaking hands. <laughs> he was talking about, um, we were talking about the member guest and one of um, one of our listeners, Mr. Jimbo Floyd, had his partner on the it was a you know member guest everybody knows member guests are just drinking festivals and great time they're a session that you need to recover from for about a week so the next so this is the saturday morning jeff wagner and his dad jeff wagner who's the tng commissioner is is playing yes is playing jimbo floyd and his partner michael murray who's who's from out of town name the partner Ah, he's good (laughs) <laughs> so uh, Jeff Wagner told us a story tonight Yeah, that he said that he they were on the 12th tee their first hole today a shotgun start and that Jimbo's partner went over I, he was obviously feeling rough and stuck his finger down his throat to make himself <laughs> throw up and then went over to introduce himself to Jeff Wagner's dad who he didn't know yeah. he's like hey and he's like, you just made yourself, you just stuck your finger down your throat and made yourself throw up. He's like, ah, I did that with the other hand. 
So, so is love, that worse? I'd love to hear like the best, not horror stories, but just stories, stories like stories that. Stories like that from member guests across the country. Oh, member guests. Ooh. Yeah, maybe, maybe even like some more exclusive clubs. Like I, I can't imagine what it could be like at somewhere like Pine Valley, where you get you get some of these guys in there where they're just kind of letting loose. I don't know. I yeah, mean, I, I could tell you a few from when I caddied at Oak Hill. That yeah, you caddied in the member guest. Oh yeah, many years. The guys would be a mess. I mean, yeah, I, I can't think of anything offhand right now. I'm sure, Richard could. There's Richard again. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, what else we got? I don't. I don't really know. Web dot still not back. Nope. Web dot, by the way, they have such a spread out schedule. That doesn't offer any help to guys that have conditional status or guys trying to get in, because the main guys that play every week are going to keep playing. If if you have three weeks off, the guys are going to come back and play every week. Nobody's going to take a break. It's too bad that they run their schedule like that. I don't know what we can what we can talk about. You. Uh... Alan Chutsey's question. Oh. Wanted to know. Um, I'm not sure how he worded it, but basically wanted to know how does the status work on the yeah. PGA Tour? And I think you wrote back and were like, I don't think the PGA, don't think Tour, the PGA knows. Tour knows. It's 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 an interesting topic. I mean, you've got so if you if you get a win, you get that full year. So like somebody like Cameron Champ wasn't fully exempt this year. He was coming off the Web Tour. He got to win, so he gets this full year through like players, Masters, PGA, all that, plus two more years. Not into the Masters and everything for the next two, but players, championship, two more full years. So he's in a category. No, I think he only gets no, he's in the, the rest of that year and then the next year. No, he gets the rest of – he gets 2019. He, get, he gets 2018, 19, 19, 20, 20, 21. I think we need to look that up. I well, could be wrong. You are. Okay. <laughs> we'll look it up, but I'm I'm not sure I'm completely wrong. You you're wrong. Well, but let well let's go to the basics. So not just guys winning, but so you you, the, you have you have winners within the past two years. You have winners of WGC events have like three years. So they're in a category. You have winners of the Memorial Arnold Palmer, they're in a category. Winners of majors have five years, plus players, I think, is five years. They're in a category. Um, past five FedEx Cup champions, they're in a category. And all these guys can be kind of interchanged. You can only be in one category. You can be in the top category that you're a part of. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then you have, like, top 125 from previous year's FedEx Cup points. Right, just a – you got all those categories – but like one through one twenty five, they're exempt for the next year. Mm-hmm. And then so, once you get past that, you've got one twenty six through two hundred on the but, PGA but, Tour. No, you get no. one twenty six to one fifty. Right, but I'm talking about the Web dot com finals and all that. But the Web dot com finals goes in before that. Right, but hold on, I'm just talking about. See, we we're making a mess of this. Well, I'm talking about who's. Kind of like at the end of the year, how it's going to work. Okay. One through 125 is good. Good. 
Then, so 126 through 200 off the PGA Tour, and then 1 through 75 off the web.com, go to the web.com finals, which is four tournaments. Mm -hmm. And they're playing for 50 spots. But 1 through 125 on the web.com are on tour next year. Right. And then those other guys, they're basically playing for their position. The other... How many guys would that be? 125 guys are basically playing for those 25 spots. And so then once that new year starts, they're ordered Mm -hmm. by how they finish. And after every, what, five, six, seven events? Six six weeks, every six weeks. They reshuffle them based on money. Right. And that's where all those categories come in. But I don't know if that's what Alan was asking or not. But so they reshuffle... They only reshuffle that category, though. Right, and so like Dom's category doesn't get reshuffled. It it only gets re- reshuffled amongst itself for who can get in right. as a conditional. Right, and then so so Brendan is in a past champions category, which mm-hmm. is below the web dot com and the one twenty five and all that. But that category is reshuffled on money too. So he's he's moved up on that probably this year. Yeah, yeah, like Jason Gore is playing out of that category. Right. But had a good week at the RSM back in November. So that's how he got into a couple. So so that's how he's getting in some of those events. Then he had to file some claims in Puerto Rico, and left after two holes. Yeah. But I mean the. But I I don't know how Dom's in this week. Does Dom know how he's in this week? I don't know. His his dad tried explaining to me, and I don't know how he got in Arnold Palmer. He was. Yeah, because that's only 120 guys. Yeah. But I guess you get to a certain point to where you get to that event and this week, and they reserve a certain amount of spots for current year's FedEx Cup points to where they'll go through, like like last year, Dom's dad was telling me they went through like 62 on the FedEx Cup points, got in. So he's kind of banking that he'd get in this year based on that. And somebody withdrew Monday, so that helped him out. But You're talking about for the players? Yeah, but I mean... He's going to be in this week, but he's probably not going to be in the Vals bar. And he That's was, weird. He wasn't in Riviera. You know, like, I don't understand how that works where there's not a reshuffle, but Dom can get into these two events. I guess they prioritize the FedEx Cup as opposed to some other yeah. category. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hating it. I mean, the kid's going to get a win this week and be exempt for five years. So. Move on. Yeah. So it's irrelevant. Yeah, they're just giving them a free start. So to answer Alan's question, we don't know. We don't know. We know their categories and they reshuffle and and there's nowhere to look it up. You can follow a guy Ron Bolton. Rob. Rob. Yeah. Not Ron. Rob Bolton does a pretty good job where he'll he'll update the categories and let you know who's in and out each week. He's on Twitter. Real good follow in in my mind. Mm -hmm. I follow him. Um, So Alan, check him out. And see what he's doing. Yeah. He'll fill you in. Let you know. Um, you got anything else? I'm good. I'm, I'm off to Jekyll tomorrow with my team. We're excited. That's that's about all I've got. So next week, we'll have uh, me and Brendan Todd will be on the mics. And we'll call JP. I'll be calling in. We'll be in Colorado. And, uh, Where are you? Val? We're going to Vail. Of course you are. You going to go to the Red Lion? Probably. Dang. There, there, there used to be this guy there that owned it. 
Phil Wong. Is he from Rochester? No, but he's good friends with my godfather, who's from Rochester. And Phil used to play music every night. With He had this long, wavy, gray hair. You get up and just jam out. That sounds about right for Vale. Right at the bottom of the hill, the Red Lion. He doesn't own it anymore. I don't know where he is now. I'll, I'll try and see where he's at. You should look him up. Yeah, so... My friend Mike Schwartz and I ran into him. We're looking forward to getting out there and... Do you know how to ski? Yeah. How'd you learn how to ski? Ski all the time. Jeez. Just You're a man of many talents. Do the girls ski? Um, They've been... Well, Kate's been before. That's fun. So... I hope Brendan's okay. He better not bust his knee up. He's just going to ski, right? He's not, like, doing snowboarding or anything. No. We're going to have a great time. All right. All right. So, anyway, y'all look for us. Y'all look for us next week. And go to McGarrity's.com. See y'all. Yeah! Great putt, man.